I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Dear the Black Guy Who Tips podcast listener, with the recent announcement of the cancellation of the NCAA tournament and the postponement slash suspension of major sports leagues, I want you to know that we are just as disappointed as you are, but we understand the tough decisions being made. Our podcast will remain open, and I want you to know that the Black Tips podcast is navigating the impact of the coronavirus. Our number one priority remains the health and safety of our listeners and our podcast hosts. We are in close contact with local and federal health officials, including the Centers for Disease Control and the World Health Organization, to ensure we have immediate and continuous updates as this issue evolves. We are acting swiftly and proactively as counsel and direction is made available to us. While the situation remains fluid, I want to inform you of a few steps that the Blackout Test Podcast has taken. Number one, we've convened an internal coronavirus preparedness task force to constantly monitor the circumstances and stay in contact with health and government officials. Number two, we have reinforced all of our podcasts across the country, our rigorous standard operating procedures focused on podcast cleanliness and sanitation. Number three, we have enacted additional and enhanced cleaning procedures to sanitize all listener contact surface with higher frequencies. Number four, we are also not letting our podcast hosts come in sick. Uh, we don't want you to catch anything through your headphones, Mm-mm. get computer viruses, anything like that. Um, and number five, we are asking, please don't touch us. Okay. We don't know where your hands been. Mm-mm. Did you wash your hands? Okay you look you could be touching your face we don't know we're committed to providing a safe clean and welcoming sport uh welcoming podcast for guests and team members across the hundreds of communities that we serve i want to thank you for your continued trust and support of the blackout tips podcast rod morrow karen morrow president of the blackout tips podcast hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast with your host rod and and we are live on a saturday a coronavirus saturday yes you get a coronavirus you get a coronavirus if y'all like me you forgot how many fucking emails you were following because everybody and their mama sent you an email yeah um we uh look if you guys have been out there like we have i know you're probably going through it i i never forget the look on that old lady's eyes as i choked the life out of her for the last roll of toilet paper (laughs) but things had to be done that i'll never be able to forget but at least i survived you know to live another day okay to now i will be able to wipe my butt well into perpetuity okay we have enough toilet paper in here to last us until i mean i'm talking july august you know (laughs) so when the z-pac hits um we ready the the those faces of the murdered will never leave our our minds but at least we'll still be here right um but yeah this is our feedback show it's about everything so 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 you're trying to say the shit may hit the fan but it will our asses will be clean Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm with with a bunch of toilet paper um actually there was plenty of the toilet paper i used left because it's the expensive kind right (laughs) the cheap they went for the cheap ones you know you just gotta go to the if you go look for the aloe vera toilet paper it's still there y'all mm-hmm. don't nobody want that don't nobody want that uh but yeah so um you guys 
it's feedback time it's time for us to talk about the things that you had to say about the things that we said all throughout the week uh the official weapon of the show is unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and the official virus is coronavirus okay mm-hmm. uh until further ado um but yeah you can find us itunes stitcher we're gonna read your five-star reviews we're gonna read your comments on uh the black guy who tips um uh dot com we're gonna talk about your donations to the show we're gonna um play your voicemails for the show um i mean i don't even know what else we do i i feel like you know i feel like that's everything but uh maybe i'm missing something um email voicemails five yeah. star reviews mm-hmm. it feels it's just one of those days y'all where scatterbrain i just recorded uh this too much with bossy yep you, then we went out shopping yeah we went out shopping and i like i said i had to kill an old lady uh she coughed and i said Mm-mm, we don't need no more of you on earth Duh. um and uh yeah and so now we're back here recording the second podcast a little bit later than normal uh but the show must go on guys let's start with the people who gave us money Recession, depression, Today's a new day. New day. New panic spending. Rebecca M, thank you for your current donation. Shirley Wong Esquire, please say the Esquire. You better. Kelly C. Virginia P. Tiffany B. Jane M. Fourth Wall Comics and Games. Alfonso M, Jeff F, Palmetto Stone Magic, Lindsay B, James C, David C, no relations, Damian Jackson, Ooh, I am for real, Autumn W, Brichette R is a brand new recurring donation, no da- donator. Thank you so much. Hey baby, you could have been spending your money on toilet tissue or pasta, but you chose to spend it with us, yes, and that you means did. the world to us at the end of the world. Okay, Damien R, Nicola C, our girl Doctor Professor Bambi, uh, Kevin W, Kimberly J, aka Falcons Diva, Jason F, Donna N. And that's everybody. Play me out. Today's a new day. But there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and the fog and the fog and I feel like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. So tell me where are my blue skies? Where's the love and the joy and the promise to tell me it's alright? I almost gave up up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower and I smile. Even though I'm coughing, I smile. I know God is working so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile, I smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. Even so much better when you smile. All right, let's get into these five-star reviews. We got a few. Yay. All right, going from iTunes. 
um we got four y'all are amazing we absolutely love this podcast it's from k and warren we absolutely love this podcast we got into it fairly recently but we got hooked on our first listen rod and karen have amazing insights into current events that they cover and we always and we always are looking forward to their next episode these two are amazingly hilarious and have incredible chemistry we love listening to them and strongly recommend their show five stars thank you thank you appreciate you k and warren unpretentious politics and funny as heck i'm a 64 year old white michigander what a bernie or warren supporter i feel you despite the disagreement over supporting bernie let me say that these two are smart and very funny i've been listening a couple times a week on my podcast app castro castro got a they got a podcast app oh you bernie for real you fuck with that castro you know you know he might he probably about to lose florida over that that castro you know what i'm saying he got a little too got a little too comfortable he was in lead uh <laughs> my podcast app castro for a couple of years i finally downloaded the apple podcast app so i could give some fo- star support to the blackout tips couldn't figure out how to rate podcasts on castro i really like rod's positivity and his tendency to cut most people slack and not be mean oh thank you yeah that's his empathy we try to have compassion and and understanding in the the days of uh we don't have to see out of eye but i don't got to kill you or stab you them days is over but i we we try to be very understanding you know i really appreciate that because i really uh try to lean into that i'm not always able to do it i mean come on y'all there's some people out here that I, if you can see it for them you're just a better person than me but i really do try to lean into that because i found myself especially being on social media a lot losing that part of myself Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people either don't have it or have lost that part of themselves correct or they're at least exacerbating the part of themselves that never that's always petty that always takes the lowest road you know like and it's uh it's really sad to see how vicious people can get Mm -hmm. you know um and uh it really did take you know a couple personal experiences offline and with you know personal experience with people i met online to really have to reflect and look at myself and be like what am i becoming because i don't want to do a show that you know calls everybody trash and individually just damns people to hell and stuff when i don't really believe that Mm -hmm. you know like there there's a lot of people who make mistakes but i feel like we're now at a point where everyone's mistakes are uh laid bare for everyone to see in the advent of social media we can share everyone's lowest moment and then we hold them there forever and i don't think that's right um but then also like most people have some level of uh logic to what they're doing and there's a there's a lot of times when i can understand why they come from where they come from you know i'm not necessarily able to do it all the time but you know i just try to lean into it more and, and just kind of be more understanding and that means I, I feel like if that means people feel like i'm a contrarian or i stick out or i'm too soft i'd rather be too soft than too hard man i don't want to be uh i don't want to lose that part of myself and no, you know i, I don't want to lose my compassion because a lot of people have lost just compassion for other people around them uh social media has allowed people to like we said before build these bubbles and build these echo chambers and actually don't listen to anybody outside of themselves and their own thoughts and that's that that's not healthy people don't grow like that because 
you need to be challenged in order to grow and like roger said even if i don't um we might not see eye to eye if i can understand how you got that to that conclusion i'm more apt to have uh some symbolist of respect to be like, okay that's how you got there yeah and it's been a fine line because i'm trying to while also doing that the other thing i'm leaning into is being more focused on my point of view how i feel because that's what this show's about how we feel about things and i can't make it so much of considering everybody's point of view that i end up having none of my own there's sometimes where i you know like about voting there's people that don't like that i've been very vocal that i think people should vote that i think uh, especially if you're black people really did die for your right to vote and you should use it um and there's gonna be people that you know i mean i can think of some that don't fuck with me now because of that and I, but i will always be comfortable because i spoke from the heart i was honest to them and the same way i would talk to somebody who i thought was about to walk into the middle of the street and get hit by a car is how i'm talking to them and um i had to be comfortable saying well this means some people aren't gonna fuck with me anymore and you know if they can't handle it that's fine they couldn't handle me and so there's this fine line where i i understand where they're coming from i get their frustration but i'm like this is not the solution that i think is right and us being cool shouldn't have to mean that i can't say that i think you're wrong you know and so that's that's a big thing um so i actually appreciate that you said that you know and in my mind i it's not that white people don't listen to the show a lot of white people listen to the show people that's not our age listen to the show all kinds of people from all over the fucking world listen to the show but i'm always in my mind feel like i'm mostly speaking to black people when i talk so you know when people write in they're like i'm this type of person i still listen to your show i'm always kind of like oh i'm a little surprised at that because it seems like people just don't do that anymore you no. know i listen to um a couple of very bernie centric podcasts for a couple of years well for at least a year leading up to this election um just to be like well what what could it be that i'm missing or let me understand this person's mentality and you know it really did teach me in a way a lot of empathy for the bernie supporters that i didn't have before because up until that point the only bernie people i knew had been people that were like attacking me online harassing me via email right things of this nature and when i actually got to hear without you know without interruption like their point of view um i was at least able to be like okay i can see why his policies and him as a person appeals to you in this way um even if he doesn't appeal to me the same way and i think you know that's something that has gone missing i shit in our debates man like the debates for the democrats have turned into how much can one person insult another person right you know that was great when elizabeth warren did it to bloomberg I, i think he deserved it but it also turns into that for good candidates who are actually qualified but they just have slight disagreements but all of them are better than what's in the office now and all of them are better than the policies we have on the books right now every Mm -hmm. last one of them and yet we have gotten so fucking polarized to a point where we are like if it's not my person fuck everybody else right i was a warren person same you know what i'm saying so like for me I, i was mad as shit like to be honest when the results came back but you know what i swallowed it that night i said okay she couldn't even get 10 percent time to move on like i'm not gonna sit up here and be mad all day and make all these threads and rant and be on the podcast blaming people they didn't understand no that's that's the way the game goes it's gonna happen to every candidate except one 
and she fought a great fight with a lot of honor and i respect the fuck out of her and i hope that i know her political future isn't over you know but yeah so i i it taught me something to um to be on that side of things uh karen lays it all out and that is cool too thanks eric thanks eric p oh thanks eric p.s have you guys ever talked about the show atlanta if so which episode have we talked about the show atlanta um yeah you and bossy cover it right so we have a spinoff show called this too much you may see it in your feed every once in a while because what i do is i put the newest episodes of the pot of the show out uh to the public on our regular feed for about two weeks or so and then i take it take it and put it on our website behind the paywall um although our paywalls having issues right now with one of the sign up things anyway um and so then people can sign up to become like a premium listener um i think you should go to the blackoutist.com slash register now this will be the easiest way sign up and you can choose to become a premium listener you can pay per month you can pay per year however you want to do it um and then on our website uh whether there's rss there's rss feeds you can use you can copy and paste them into your podcast player or and they're password protected or you can um uh you can uh, uh listen straight from our website and if you have any issues you can email me the tips at gmail.com i'll walk you through whatever you need but um so we have reviewed pretty much every episode of atlanta i believe me and bossy have mm-hmm. uh on this too much and so we've broken it down we got deep some of those episodes are very long and informative um and we also do um this is us and we also do insecure so mm-hmm. you know and and honestly it's just a really good excuse to, to kick it with my friend bossy uh you know like it's it's fun and we do a great job but you know bossy's so funny and uh she is. and uh and, and 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 just smart you know i think you'll just you would enjoy it uh five star review funny and informative this is from carlucci 44 i believe is how you pronounce this or carlucci um i love this pod so glad my friend put me onto it back in 2016 my go-to keep me company when i cook clean drive long distance take a bath can't sleep or if i'm being honest and procrastinating love you too (laughs) thank you we appreciate it thank you uh from a chronic procrastinator myself okay um subscribe right now five star hey rod and karen it's me elise subscribing on my mom's phone happy saturday heart emoji elise mom lol is the name of the, the, the review thanks elise thank you okay steal your mama's phones people if you listening come to on this. you know you left one your mate husband spouse your kids we want these five star reviews we don't like, care. give me your phone i'll use your account you see an unattended phone it's time to steal that and get us on there okay? come on leave all the stars uh let's see five star review on stitcher we got one from miss martikins five stars nuance appreciation it says uh great podcast that employs empathy and nuance throughout the daily topics as well as premium reading suggestions i love the way rod and karen uh oh it just kind of trails off there side note this is my third five star attempt here did it successfully once second time i didn't know why it didn't work i confirmed the email and everything anyway let me check out a spoiler movie review thank you miss martikins thank you and we appreciate the five-star review okay mm-hmm. um it don't matter if it took you a while we, we got it we got it this time loud and clear all right let's get into our uh episodes on the black guy who tips.com uh we had comments under different ones the feedback show was return of uncle joe episode 2058 
and we got three comments let's check them out guys um uh, first of all catrice 206 says rod your commentary on the election was magnifique i had a conversation with my grandmother about the election a couple weeks ago she's in her mid-70s and lives in mississippi she gave quick opinions on each democratic candidate i believe warren or harris was her favorite but admitted that she was going to vote for whomever the final nominee was her thoughts on biden almost took me out she said he should really be ashamed ain't no way in the world i would spend so many years under obama and still be so dumb thanks for everything love you all yeah I, I, that's the one thing i keep seeing kind of reported in the news that's so not true and just indicative of not knowing black people but this thing where they go black people love biden they just and they just associate him with obama so much they love obama so they just they don't know none of his policies they just putting Biden in office like no man they're not stupid they it's unfortunately for a lot of people that are bernie supporters they don't trust bernie they don't know him he hasn't done that work in the community like you can't just rely on like 55 years ago you you march with king even though you're not necessarily a leader within that movement you can't rely on that and unfortunately for him too like the martin luther king movement wasn't small like it still holds the record for the most people ever to attend a live event in dc you know like so getting being involved in that movement and getting arrested isn't the trump card that people think it is Mm -mm. for black people like it's not like well damn well we nothing left to say here right so unfortunately man there's a lot of people that don't think Biden is necessarily a great candidate they don't necessarily love his uh demeanor um or whatever you know he has a great he has good charisma um his policies are more left than obama's policy if you go look on his website but um they just think he can beat trump you know and 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 the reason they think he can beat trump is because he'll unify the party because he's actually a member of the party that's you know it's really that simple and you know people talked around it and try to turn it into black people love biden and shit and it's just not that Mm -hmm. we're not stupid either Mm mm-hmm far says man this commentary was everything as a person who's from the south and still lives there this is what i've been saying someone else on bernie it's a hard something else on bernie it's a hard sell to tell us bernie has always been there for black folks for two main reasons i see the first is church there's no way you can tell me anyone has been involved in civil rights over decades without a relationship with the black church yeah yeah that's true i mean you see what joe biden be down there in the south of them churches doing come on you know um it has always been the epicenter of organizing our communities in the south even now with reverend barber's work you can't tell me you're a civil rights champion with no connection to our churches it's just inconceivable the other reason is this y'all only a few years older than me so i'm pretty sure y'all like me black boomers are your parents aunts and uncles while they're getting older a lot of them are still with us so if i want to check bernie's civil rights cred i can ask my mama or my aunties or uncles the fact that they don't know that nigga but they know biden is telling right they've been to fundraisers and com- uh commemorations and services and been in the game um been in the same building as biden bernie nada you can't sell southern black voters the whole last episode of the civil rights movement no flex about who has engaged with them and who has not yeah i mean like i said dog he don't they don't feel like they know him enough to trust him and he hasn't done enough to engender that trust and and if we're being fair like i don't know that he could have in four years because people are like well but 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 it doesn't help that he didn't try you know and 
building those inroads with black people in the south is is difficult but it would have it would have helped him a lot more than what he did you know and i think another thing that just doesn't translate for him is nina turner killer mike cornell west um and a couple of other of his black surrogates aren't actually really people that connect to black people in a way that influences black people on how to act like they like they're black people i'm not knocking that but they're like black people that don't like obama and that's not a lot of people in the black community that's a very small percentage of people and so to have these people front and center for your come vote for me black democrats thing is it's, it's almost suicide uh let's see we got one more sofa king says i appreciate what you and karen had to say about why joe biden pretty much dominated the south and how considered oh and you know what uh, it's been another week he's not winning the black vote anywhere and i went and looked this shit up because i because another thing i don't like uh, and this is more of an intra-community problem but black people not from the south trying to look down on this on super tuesday like look at you blacks down there i can't what i can't believe y'all riding for biden and saying saying real condescending shit like that right so i said you know what this is a black thing i don't think it's just a south thing right the south is just where we have enough concentration of black people to be the reason you lose but black people all over the fucking country are gonna have to make this choice between these candidates and so i went and looked it up he lost it in california he lost it in Minnesota, uh missouri michigan he lost it in michigan like and then the states that everybody was like the north um go look those states up y'all they don't have enough black people in those states to even put on the fucking uh the exit polls as black vote and how did it split so when you tell me he won maine i like i hope no black person patting themselves on the back like we did it good in maine your vote literally is not enough up there you know so so this i and he lost maine by the way so so even this idea that it's black people's quote unquote fault that biden's winning well what about the states like maine where where biden didn't even put money on the ground to campaign at all and he still beat bernie sanders and it was on the back of the white vote many of them white working class voters yet somehow the the blame always has to go to the black people in the south for him specifically for some reason like nah man black people everywhere aren't really backing you and you don't really seem to want to get too close to us or care and you act, and people act like when people go hey i don't think he really want to fuck with us y'all act like uh it's all in your mind and want to jedi fucking mind trick us no we're not stupid he don't fuck with us yeah uh someone asked him about specifically the black vote and his issues getting um black voters to fuck with him and he said he switched it to people of color and was like well the latino community it's like what dude what what are you doing like this is the problem it's like you're scared to be close to us and have our problems because you know that there's a resentment within the white working class your your base the angry white worker class who resents black people and if you start talking that shit about like well actually black people have it even worse than it's not just an economic situation it's a race situation too and black people have it even worse you know that you're gonna start your numbers gonna start looking like elizabeth warren's you know even even white people that are mad at billionaires don't really want to be killing with chilling with niggas Mm -mm. they don't want to be on that same level they want to still have their white supremacist 
uh above like their position above black people on that pyramid even though that's not the reality a lot of times i mean i mean the reality we, is we all on the same fucking boat but they mm, we really not and, and 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 the thing is with when i mean we all on the boat there's poor black people just like this poor white people mm. who's white working class and black working class yes you are gonna have white people with supremacy yes you are gonna have white people that's a little bit better economically than we are but as far as uh the the other side they look at they look at us all the same there's no separation in their minds that's true but i just want to push back on this karen it's not a little bit the median black wealth is much much smaller than even like what is poor for a white person isn't even close to what's poor for a black person simply because the white whiteness has been built on the fact of robbing blackness of his wealth so even poor white people have like social connections family savings property things that black people haven't even been allowed to have in general right so like um say in boston the average wealth of a black family is literally six dollars like if you just start subtracting all their you know add their assets up subtract their debts six dollars so like white people have it better than us and that is a problem for someone like bernie who wants to preach economic equality and you know this this like idea of fairness when you go you're right it's not fair and he's he's like i i agree with you but it's also even more unfair for certain groups of people right black uh women uh lgbtq people black people uh brown people right when you start bringing it up like that all of a sudden that's when he goes to just it's the economy it's all everyone doing bad you know we just need to get everyone on the same page if we get jobs it'll fix everything and that's that's been what now five years that we've been hearing this yeah and that's why black people not fucking with him because it's like elizabeth warren took the same basic principle but she would if you listen to her debates she would throw in there like and black women make 64 cents on the dollar so that 83 cent that's white women so we have to do something extra for black women in this situation um and lgbtq people they you know they're they they're dealing with this certain type of oppression so in this policy we have to do this uh hbcus and student loans and debt we have to change that specifically for black students and people who go attend those universities bernie so he refuses to do that you know and i think that's costing the black vote just as much as anything else and 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 i i i agree with that and i think for me the the one thing about econ uh when you, we talk about the economy economics and 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 people in certain situations it does not erase racism and and so when you say that you're actually telling us you don't give a fuck because racism actually matters mm-hmm. race matters and so you know when you run away from that you're telling us that you're going to leave us behind we're not stupid and we're not dumb because we're actually part of the economy too but we all we also know how these rules are implemented we also understand that white people benefit from all this shit even though they're not they're going to be affected by the same fucked up rules that they allow to come on us they're going to be affected too mm-hmm. um and 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 that's why i say we're on the same boat i do understand what you're saying yeah I, and, you know let me just stop right there i'm not saying we're not on the same boat it's like 
we're on the same boat but they drown last and they're happy they'll be happy to drown last is my point right and so that i just want to say that distinction is why because people always go it don't make sense they're against their own interests no that distinction is why they're okay with right people being poor they're they're against socialism they're they're against welfare programs they vote for people that cut the programs they love or need to live they cut those things and they vote for the people who talk about cutting those things only because they go well yeah with my white privilege i'll be the last one to drown and that's just better even if i'm a poor white person is i'm not trading places with these blacks no they never would yeah um sorry to get caught off on that tangent Karen. um uh yeah so back to this one of the things you mentioned particularly caught my attention was how um the wokey wokes who want to change the democratic party from the outside the party will often cite that the dnc hasn't done enough for black people and i love your rebuttal show me the progress that's happened under republicans then yeah the, uh, there's a logical fallacy that they don't want to entertain because it is a very emotional thing um and when you bring this stuff up they basically go so the lesser two evils and i'm like aren't isn't everyone for less evil who's for more evil right when is more evil helped you it just puts you in a worse position you know it's like if you're playing a basketball game and you're and you're like hey (laughs) would you rather be down five or would you rather be down 20 you know like there's a there is a difference strategically to what's going to help us win uh it's like well if we can't if we can't come in and win the game right away then why play it's like that's that's not how basketball works that's not you get that ain't you ever heard of a fucking upset what's wrong with you yeah the game will continue to uh be played whether you participate in it or not right at least participate shit you might get an overtime right you might win uh, it reminds me of a tired talking point that frequently gets brought up online and all in almost equal measure by the wokey wokes and the deplorables every now and again you'll see one of the groups post a link about struggling cities with democratic leadership look at the crime in baltimore look at the crime in dc you know flint has a democratic mayor and so on and so forth they'll just drop the list on the table and lean back all smug like they just laid down the big joker and it's like okay congratulations you managed to provide a list of democratic controlled cities where shit is bad for black people now where's the list of all the republican controlled cities where shit is good for black people right oh, you, mean, you mean it ain't such a list because those cities don't exist oh all right i see you there player right uh one the other thing that i wanted to co-sign was about black people support oh wait and the other thing i would say too no one's saying you get a democratic leader works done let's go home is you get a democratic leader and you stay on their ass right no one's trying right. to stop like i keep seeing this y'all don't want us to be critical no be critical understand that that, that your criticism can't you can still have unfounded criticism you can still have unrealistic criticism not all criticism is valid Mm-mm. and and that's what they they think i should be able to say any fucking thing and if you say anything back you're essentially just you know you're in the democratic plantation you love the obamas or whatever it's like no there's a per- i can be reasonable about this understand your critique and be like this is you know this is how i see what you're saying they don't want any fucking um retort to it and if you do you get labeled something right so it's kind of that issue the other thing i wanted to co-sign was about black people's support for the obamas and how the hatred that you see online doesn't translate to meat space m-e-a-t space as like real people's face i yep. hadn't heard that one i work at my family's gift shop where our customer base is like 90 percent black and one of the top sellers we have is a line of michelle obama handbags they're prominently displayed behind Ooh, the counter that sounds nice 
so that everybody can see them where they come in when they come in the store i have never not even once had somebody come in to see those bags and then react and discuss like ugh so y'all support the deporter in chief huh that shit doesn't happen in real life man i don't know what kind of shit the wokey walks online beyond but it don't be like that around here yeah man like i said man that and even in real life a lot of them don't have that same fucking energy because they got family and friends and loved ones that have these opinions that result uh tuesday the last two tuesdays to be honest two really exposes to you how much people that claim to talk for black people don't talk to black people and aren't really talking for us you know and that's one thing with this show i've always spoken for myself but i feel like me and Karen, we in the nexus of blackness we in a hub of blackness we might not see everything we might not hang out with everybody but we definitely speak like regular black people i guess for lack of a better term and i think it's why you know we're not always on here trying to like chase these internet you know contrarian opinions of like this is why obama was the worst and you know shit like that you know those people that get off on that they love that attention they love but they're not speaking for us they're speaking for a small contingent of niggas that talk like that and no and you if you look at their online that's all they hang out with if you look at like their podcast that's all they they click up with like they they are the you know the cornell west tavis smiley kind of contingent but then they get super surprised or angry and disappointed after a, a tuesday like we experienced they have meltdowns on yeah because they've been pitching to everybody that'll listen i'm speaking for black people black people think like me and it's like some but not enough and you're not really being convincing with your condescending bullshit you know you you talking down on how fucked up black people are because they don't think like you isn't necessarily what's going to convince everybody oh well you know what now fuck the obamas you got to meet people where they are and black people love the fucking obamas and more importantly they were an excellent first family and he's still the best fucking president of any of your lifetimes period so you know it doesn't matter like this shit where people go well he was he wasn't perfect right that's the assumption is that there's that i can then go he wasn't the best even the people that hate him get real quiet if you if when i'm like so then is he not the best president you've ever experienced well i mean well then then they move it the, the, the office of president is just messed up for okay so then assuming we all know that don't you know that we're all grading it on that presidential curve we're all grading it on the same criteria which is was he a good president or not he was better than the others via vis-a-vis that means he was a good president to most people that's how most people will view that um anyway the poll was who can do more push-ups trump joe biden bernie sanders or elizabeth warren elizabeth warren 84 percent picked elizabeth warren three percent said bernie sanders 11 percent said joe biden and trump got one percent i'm assuming bernie fell in the poll because of the heart attack because i mean his jumper is wet from mid-range or used to be but you know having a heart attack a few months ago probably make people a little nervous Brooklyn Shubay says Elizabeth Warren was my girl. I can't understand how Mayor Pete was coming in before her in the early primaries. Also, I say this very respectfully because I like y'all. What northern niggas hurt you? 
like long like long in wire um lifelong new yorker and i never heard any black people call southern black stupid or dumb we might call somebody country but that does not mean dumb it means kind of homely someone hitting you with the with that grandma wisdom only inserts i heard uh were of white southerners hicks and rednecks don't mind me i'm in my feelings yeah i was about to say because i don't want to be mean to you but um don't you can't invalidate our experience with northern people one many new yorkers that have come down here in my lifetime just on an anecdotal level right have been so fucking like disrespectful and rude and yes talk bad about us down here even 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 family members that came down here you'd be like the fuck is wrong with you nigga yeah so it's not like you know yeah so i don't like i said i'm trying not to get upset about it but Mm -hmm. it's not something we made up like Mm -mm. let's not gaslight us like that okay um you know the second thing because and it's and like i said it's a white supremacy thing i'm not even Mm -hmm. saying like these black new yorkers i fucking hate them i'm saying Mm -mm. they have bought into this idea that the southern bump shit we read about it in um we i read about it in the great migration book you know that like this is like this is uh the the, uh, warmth of other sons like this is something that is historical Mm -hmm. and therefore is founded like and it didn't just go away one day you know rap used to be like that uh andre 3000 has that famous speech from the source awards where Mm -hmm. he talks about like how people were shitting on the south but the south got something to say these are moments down here that mean something to us culturally there are moments down here that don't come from nowhere they come from you know that conflict that we've experienced you know that that rift within the black culture that we've experienced um and so that's where that's where that comes from um it's not something they've only kept to just white people from down here Mm-mm. like and then more importantly like i said when it comes to this voting con depending on who you're around maybe you don't notice it but when when it comes to the voting conversation oh you don't have to go far to find people that aren't from down here talking about how quote unquote conservative uninformed misinformed black people are for voting for hillary clinton voting for joe biden mm-hmm. all that stuff so you you know these are not things that um have recently just popped up they've been this way my whole life um and especially when you think about the fact that um they would laud us for our power when we decided to pick obama right everyone got on board they said yo i love this okay cool but then when we pick biden or hillary then all of a sudden we become the dummies the the conservative the we doing this for the church and all this other shit and it's like that not that's not necessarily true you know what i mean right and also uh because we down south there is a difference between calling somebody country and be like oh y'all y'all just country and calling somebody country as an insult right and a lot of times when it's used by by people up north it is not a, a, an enduring thing right it's like them country ass niggas down there they don't know no better that's how it used and that's how it almost sounds like a slur right and because people up there don't really think about it like that and y'all just think people are just oblivious to to words and language like the shit don't mean nothing it means something and considering that most of the people that are black up north their roots come back down here so you know in a way it also feels like a betrayal like dog you're not you're not actually from where you're from if you go back far enough you from here you know what i mean so then to get up there let these white people talk talk nasty around about the certain type of black people but you cool you know and buy into that shit now i will say this though i've seen a lot of erosion of this 
once the internet kind of made us be able to connect better as black people Mm -hmm. i think this was worse in when i was coming up like um you know i think i think that that like sending your kid from new york down to the south to learn about their roots and then they end up you know getting in fights and shit and talking about i'm from new york and shit yeah that used to be like a trope that was so common i mean pretty much every black person listening to this just thought of somebody when i said that right and it used to happen like right say frequently and a lot of times you know niggas from up north will come down here and be like i'm from new york niggas be like yeah uh it's gangsters down here too dog they might talk with a twang but it's gangsters down here too and so you know a gangster is a gangster no no matter on what her language or part of the country you're from yeah and i think you know people have they have certain privileges and shit they don't see when they think of when they think of this process you know like they just don't see like that um they're they're calling us misinformed is actually an insult right you know they don't see it that way they they think like they think it's out of pity like oh you're just misinformed it's like no wait till your city gets the boat let's see what your percentage look like i got a feeling your black people not feeling this bernie dude as much as y'all think um anyway don't mind me i'm in my feelings coronavirus prep at my job got me on edge sorry you couldn't make it to new york and if karen talked to me on the train i hold a conversation because i have a stranger come talk to me face <laughs> you seem like a nice new yorker so. <laughs> one, of, one of the good ones as they say one of yes the- you are one of the good ones baby <laughs> nah but um yeah like i said man it's, but- it's a lot of history to that and it's not just yes. uh we don't have that's the thing i actually don't have a gripe with niggas from up north i don't either but if i catch you talking shit about us i'm not gonna sit up here and just be like oh it's cool it's not cool and i know and the reason i say it's not cool is because i know it comes from a place of indoctrination and white supremacy and people just don't think about it Mm-mm. you know that's it they, it's not that they you know walk work up that morning and was like i hate niggers like no you black you love black people but yet somehow you know we gotta be the dummies and all that shit you know it just sucks uh that episode uh 2059 welcome to check is what you want <laughs> the uh eve says i have only seen checkers and rallies in the deepest of hood so i know their food has to be flames oh it is so <laughs> mm-hmm. i said oh it is i wouldn't go there now but yes some places the food is so good that they're in a bad if they're in a bad part of town but you're willing to risk it all last time i was in california we were driving through and saw a bunch of white people lined up in a little hole in the wall burger and chicken place so i was like the uh the only time you see white people in the hood like this is to buy drugs so that food must be the shit come on it was the food was so <laughs> the food was so bomb we went back twice but the third time some guy got stomped out in the street and got up and headed to this car to get his gun Yep. Well, that's checkers for you mm-hmm. people yeah you know, in places like like checkers and rallies they, they, they don't do the ubies and all that shit they're like no you got to come get your food yourself people scurry like cockroaches we did not go back after that good food will make you disregard your safety <laughs> it will. yeah and i honestly don't know if they don't do uber eats or whatever because uh we have had I, I mean I'm, I'm joking but that's but that's but that's my yeah. assumption because you know it's like the crack house you know crack house no no drug dealers don't do a uh, uh, uh delivery like that yeah yeah uh so i mean that would be i mean but you can say the same thing about popeyes i think if look that would be the move you can get some uber eats out of pop out of checkers that would be smart come on if they did do that and you find it please do it uh has the democratic establishment rigged it against bernie again was the poll yes or no 
it's not ready to get burned no okay well 88 percent of the audience agrees you 12 percent disagree rebecca says in my defense of the, the the yes vote okay i appreciate you to you know rebecca we don't get enough of that people do that vote where they they clearly losing in the poll nobody agrees with them <laughs> and, they and then they don't explain uh she says when i when iowa went uh went afoul to me it looked like the dnc shot their sacred cow by fumbling the cau- caucus so hard they released partial results that pushed the narrative that Buttigieg was in the league from third down playing bernie's lead in iowa not to mention implementing an untested app through the process not that iowa should hold that kind of sway in the first place but here we are now now that i agree i don't know what the hell was happening up there it was a fucking shit show yeah only problem i have with that is i don't think um incompetence is the same thing as a conspiracy and ultimately uh bernie ended up winning i just think that caucus is stupid and that app was stupid and that they they supposedly they did all that stuff because of 2016 uh 2016 and bernie's people complained about certain shit so they was like we'll we'll do it digitally and all this shit and no you didn't have the capability for that you know these were the rules like a lot of these places switch what's ironic is a lot of these uh states switch rules because of how bernie and his people complain yeah, they switch rules because and it hurt bernie. bernie this time it really hurt him it's it such a who knows i personally do not feel the burn i too would have preferred warren as the, the pick but then i'm also tired of the only having a choice between two parties thanks for the great episode once again you too thank you yeah i feel you rebecca um the problem is uh, that third party ain't gonna have them numbers not, and not a third wow a, a third party could work in america and maybe even more than three but it would need to be doing work on the ground all the time all and the time it seems like right now the third parties and the independents in america like to play spoiler and rather than um actually run with the intention of hey we're gonna build a party up it's gonna take 20 30 years right but by the time we get to that 30th year we'll have enough people that support us that just haven't had their issues met now here's the other thing though that i think people haven't considered about needing more than one party that doesn't mean that that third party will somehow be an amalgamation of the issues you love Mm -mm. everyone has this feeling of like the people who either aren't voting or the people who are dissatisfied with one of the other two parties all have the same uh, agreements on their policies and they don't nope so you know let's say your issue is you prefer um higher taxes on the wealthy and uh you want certain social safety nets to be uh firmed up right let's say that's your issue well then more than likely you're gonna end up voting democrat because they're the only ones willing to do that but let's say there was a third party and they were just trying to find everybody that agreed with that the odds of them winning is low because then that can't be the only thing you run on so what's your foreign policy what's your stance on abortion what's your stance you see what i'm saying that's why libertarian doesn't work um you can get a small number but people don't all agree with that shit so this is a a, a weird numbers game but i mean it could happen it just would take a lot of time and i don't it doesn't seem like nobody wants to do the work they want to show up every four years yeah people have put the idea of a black party like a a party specifically dedicated to the black vote one we're only 13 percent of the population and we don't agree on everything and then two we don't agree on everything so like it's that's the that's the hard part to consider um the brooklyn shoe says democratic establishment is too busy trying to be on the right side of history to be that devious 
yeah i just think they're not as um they're not as coordinated as it would take to be good at a conspiracy like that Mm-mm. you know but i think also bernie bernie preaches this like the establishment of parties and uh anything that happens that doesn't help me is the establishment so his people really do grab towards anything that is inconvenient to bernie is the establishment trying to stop him as opposed to you know it's possible people just didn't uh didn't want to vote for him you know uh anyway uh let's get to the 2060 olive garden csi uh catrice 206 says i graduated from high school in 2000 around that time girls were starting to get their prom dresses handmade at that time it was a bit shocking when a lot of them showed up with cutouts and two-piece dresses because those weren't the traditional and store-bought styles i didn't find any of those things to be inappropriate but at the 2000 there was a culture that formed around bashing the handmade dresses especially the more revealing ones it was usually perceived as girls trying to be fast or grown and add that to the stereotypes and fears of prom night itself where it's assumed that kids will try to or that night is supposed to end with sex so then the girls with the traditional dresses are deemed innocent and pure to me it was just rebellion and a celebration of overdue freedom yeah yeah i feel you know the other thing too is i'm sure there are some dresses i would see that i'd be like okay yeah i do agree that that's too much you know what i mean but yeah i mean a lot of times the news articles and shit that we see i'm I'm always like that's just uh that's just a girl with a different type of body in the same dress as another girl that's all that that's all ain't nobody coming in with the areolas popping out what are we talking about here people yeah uh ev says ralph northam moonwalk so all virginians could be free Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh the poll which do you prefer red lobster or olive garden red lobster well this is a black podcast because 69 percent of y'all agree with karen them biscuits 69 percent say red lobster 31 percent say olive garden we got comments clout 2k says red lobster all day the cajun chicken linguine hits just right uh kim says principal pendleton doing a lot i remember when i was nine years old and wore this top to school i was kind of it was kind of crop but not form-fitting i also had a jean jacket on with it i told my teacher to uh told my teacher oh my teacher told me not to wear it again i had one just like it with a different color you know she made she made me wear it to school the next day i dropped some fritos on the floor in third grade accidentally teacher told me not to bring them for snack again again that was my snack the next day my mama said she bought my food and clothes and that was the only person who ever had any say i don't remember that either one of them said anything to me either mm. shout out to mamas rebecca says well, no. like is you gonna buy clothes rebecca says no none of the above option both are nasty and not nearly as good as my home cooking we have one olive garden in my area good luck getting a table there isn't a red lobster restaurant in my in this state why would i go to red lobster when uh they come to maine to get the lobsters my answer still stands none of the above oh rebecca you just being rebellious today (laughs) what is going on rebecca (laughs) feeling spicy she's like i'm gonna run it all down right man she must think my pose is the establishment brooklyn shoe boy babe says right red lobster is fine dining my daughter and i'll go once a year for their birthdays olive garden is bland i like their breadsticks amon says wait red lobster is considered fine dining well that's what brooklyn shoe babe says uh it's one of the few middle class eateries that are still making it red lobster over, over olive garden but only if you two to three hours away from the coast no landlocked red lobsters for me 
well i will say red lobster is fine dining in the black community i know that much we go up for mm-hmm. red lobster you let some you let some of them older black folks tell you honey red lobster they was like yes we we are we y- y'all better put on y'all best even beyonce said when he fucked me good i'll take his ass to red lobster like if it ain't too good for my lord and savior beyonce it ain't too good for me right she a brilliant she a billionaire and she do that so that means it's fine dining okay <laughs> uh 2061 vintage white woman uh d ramsey says five stars listening now at work my new favorite segment black capitalist and karen's facial expressions send me to a place of glory yeah a lot of people like that segment um <laughs> the poll is are you still going out to eat because this is i think the episode where i was like i don't know if i'm going out to eat no more uh yes no need to panic no i'm panicking or i wasn't going out to eat before rona hit uh karen <laughs> Well, we had me going out to eat, so dance is no fun. No, I'm panicking. 21%. I'm in that group. <laughs> yes, he's in that group. And I may have been on the internet too long. I don't know, guys. I'm scared. <laughs> and he's cooking, so as long as you cooking, I'm fine. Uh, yes, no need to panic. 48% still going out, which, I mean, totally rational, totally reasonable. I, re- I read something today about the idea of going out to eat with that Rona on us, and it doesn't sound like it's a bad idea but every time i look at these other countries which where is where they say we're heading i'm like they should they not eating now italy or spain today was like yo no restaurants no, no movie theaters yeah no that i think they said no um no like things that aren't like completely like things they need for the public so like supermarkets um they said grocery stores the and pharmacies pharmacies medical like, facilities yeah, emergency that's the only thing they haven't open right now like this shit is for real so yeah i'm scared man i, I can't help it y'all yeah, me and i was talking about this today they're actually protecting people from their own stupidity because truth be told a lot of people did i think a lot of people didn't take it seriously to the nva shutdown and a lot of people are still not taking it seriously uh and you do have people um they may be overreacting but at least a lot of them are playing the steady asses at home yeah i'm not trying to give into like just straight up panic culture because i think that wouldn't help but Mm -hmm. but like you know i was a little surprised to see people being like yeah i'm going out dancing tonight or whatever i'm like okay so i guess uh i guess i'm the only one watching this news (laughs) it don't sound like a good idea you know like (laughs) you know like i'm like i said i'm reading up on it and seeing like what kind of uh you know the atlantic wrote a piece about like what kind of uh what does or how to self-isolate or not not self whatever they call it where you kind of like everyone needs to slow down their interaction and stuff and so i read up on that shit and was like yeah i mean i'm doing some of this stuff and a lot of it was kind of at your discretion like you can still have small meetups at your house as long as nobody has symptoms you know that that makes sense um you know some people were like you can go to a sports bar but everyone needs to be about six to ten feet apart and i'm like well you know okay so i can get that well, like, another do you, person do you know how sports bars are designed well it really depends right you can find a way to be six to ten feet apart from a sports bar at this point because no one's going out to eat that's true but yeah that's true they were like if you go to a club and everybody's on each other's back that's terrible mm-hmm. you know so yeah it really just depends man anyway um did i get the percentages 
48 say no need to panic 21 percent say no i'm panicking and 31 percent say i wasn't going out to eat before rona hit eve says i bet if you do go to a restaurant the service will be fired because they want your business yeah but you love arby's so eh. <laughs> you know like are we really gonna take your word for it you think arby's is fire so uh, and i'm sure they have great services they never have customers you know uh oh they like business is normal huh yep 2062 cupcake and eugene this is our walking dead recap mm-hmm. cap 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 eve says it's time for a calling and the top of my list is rosita well i know you do love when they kill ca- beloved characters <laughs> now that she's lost one of her, the brother's husbands she's toying with eugene only when he has appeared to move on she can join henry in hell and i won't bat an eye henry went to heaven first of all so you need to but uh yeah i feel you on rosita plus i think that actress must be i think she might be leaving the show too uh she might be i feel like i, I heard that be. somewhere okay i don't know they getting other roles and stuff yeah like did i just make that up my bad if i did <laughs> but i thought she yeah, was leaving I, I, the show i think i heard that too yeah uh the poll is negan really on board with alpha yes he's full, gone full whisper or no he's just biding his time somebody said she's doing a selena tv show there you go yeah so she gone uh yes he's gone full whisper or no he's just biding his time karen biding his time 96 percent agree with karen four percent say he's gone full whisper Amon says i really hope he's just biding his time but it would not surprise me if he actually is all in gamma said alpha has a way about her i mean the way about that pussy you saw she was throwing it on him man mm-hmm. might the boy might be gone the nose wide open uh all right we got a couple of voicemails 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line uh, just make it two minutes or less hopefully uh we didn't get no butts you know butts like to call us yeah uh well i checked these voicemails before we started today so uh we shouldn't have gotten any butts this time but uh yeah 704 704-557-0186 karen good morning it's your lady katanya aka the sick ballerina just stopping by to say hey and to say that i love to to say and to i guess piggyback with someone said really about your recaps of the walking dead and um this is us i do not watch um uh breaking bad not breaking bad sorry uh the walking dead Ooh, I'm tired um but i really love your recaps and i feel like i'm there you guys are great storytellers um i've gotten back into watching this is us because of your recaps with bossy and every time i see kevin on the screen I think of what you guys said about um, his, him wasting his white man potential. It brings a lot every time. Um, also, just one thing, uh, one suggestion: if you guys have, if you don't have it yet, Rod, for white people news, um, Katy Perry um, having a baby with um, Orlando Bloom. I saw that. And I'm like, hey, let me suggest that in case Rod doesn't have that in his list for white people news. Love you guys so much. Hope you having a great day. And talk to you soon. Oh yeah, Thank I did you. see she got pregnant, man. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I forgot. Yeah, I I forgot to save it for my white people news. I put I put it on the next one, man. She yeah, she was like she did. It was like a whole story on how she, how much stuff she had to do to hide the baby bump for like to, from the public for a while. But then she did a new video and she like unveiled it. You know what I'm saying? Like like a, a I don't know like an unveiling of her belly. So uh well, all right, one more voicemail. Hey, y'all, it's Toy. This is my first time leaving a voicemail. Woo-woo. 
So I'm calling because I was dying when y'all were talking about how fucking ratchet the damn checkers is. So <laughs> I live in Greater Atlanta now. This one time I was in Stone Mountain, which is in DeKalb County. I was on my way to my aunt's house. And I was starving because she was like, oh, I'm not cooking this Sunday. So I was like, all right, fuck it. We'll, like, you know, just get something nearby. The light right before was the checkers. And me and my sister were like, all right, babe, we just want to get some checkers real quick. They got good cheese fries. We pull in there. We go to the drive-thru. Literally, and I quote, the guy says, hey, Shalt, we ain't taking no orders today. I'm like, excuse me? Shawty, we ain't taking no orders today. I was like, okay, um, can I just speak with the manager? I'm just really confused. The manager comes on, and this bitch says, we said we ain't taking no orders. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mind you, this is a Sunday. I don't know if they get, like, their new truck for their food on Monday or what, but, like, it was literally a Sunday at, like, 3 o'clock. What do you mean y'all not taking no orders? Uh, first and last experience getting any food at Checkers anywhere in the east side of Atlanta, period. Mm-mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I, that sound about right. We ain't taking no orders. Yes, orders. I love to say, uh, I don't, I love to say that I don't believe that about a Checkers establishment, but mm-hmm. I mean, look. I mean, the truck didn't come in. It was like, we about to close i've been there a few times where uh i don't know if they ran out of food or if uh they closed early but they just didn't answer i've been there before where they did that where i was just like okay i'm waiting this i'm waiting at the drive-thru and i just they don't never say shit and just drive out a window <laughs> and try to look in and be like is anybody even fucking in there and they, they be in there like yeah nigga we not taking orders so at least they did you the politeness of saying we ain't taking no orders <laughs> <laughs> right but they they st- i've been there like i said before where they just like nope uh e-dating tings is the um is the uh podcast uh the email title the email we got at the blackout tips at gmail.com uh this is from Raphael says howdy rod and karen and the amazing awesomeness of podcasting as a retired serial dater who was all about the apps you were right about us men being terrible with our selfies it was after I moved to NY and dedicated to, and decided to join Tinder that I started suffering from having one too many frowning selfies. Of course, I blamed the women. Didn't help that I was hanging with a fellow woman basher back then. Yeah, birds on feather. That's how they do it, man. Start influencing your brain. One day I was chilling with my homegirls who happened to be lesbians and they might have been tired of me wanting about not being able to get a date. They took, they looked at my Tinder profile and they shake their heads. They deleted the photos and wording, typed a brand new profile, picked better photos. One year later, after a few days with a couple of ladies, one of whom is a good friend, I met my partner and the mother of my, our daughter. Aww. I've been, it's been four years now and I'm sure that the dating apps have changed because the other day this young cat was whining just like I used to six years ago, but when he decided, described the platform it sounded like he was speaking gaelic uh i <laughs> all i know is that if i didn't get help i probably would still be on tinder looking like i was pissed at the world men need help yo I- i'm surprised it's not like a well you know what <laughs> no i'm not surprised i was gonna say i'm surprised it's not like a service to help people with their dating apps men online pay for it but yes they, uh, yeah i was like there be- probably is a service probably only women use it correct so 
but yeah man because men think they don't need no help yeah mm-hmm. niggas do not yeah. take they, good they, selfies they're like my dick is the answer okay but right. uh it's more to you than your dick i hope you realize that that's why they be sending dick pics and shit because it's like maybe she'll just go for this right fuck my face here's right. a dick i don't know you know this is my penis it's like oh okay well well yeah well now i gotta fuck you you know on coronavirus uh africa's cases have been increasing unfortunately the exciting thing is that the first countries to report an incident such as egypt algeria nigeria south africa all had cases as a result of italians visiting yeah, that's mm-hmm. how egypt had one when there was a german or something mm-hmm. a lot of them be like you know we shouldn't shit down too <laughs> the other countries that they are oh i didn't even know that the other countries that reported or confirmed cases such as senegal cameroon kenya were all affected by a french citizen all european men zanzibar's minister of information was on bbc's focus of africa talking about an italian who after chilling in the country returned back to italy before checking in uh to be tested and he he is now confirmed to have the virus so by the minister's words the italian had it before coming to zanzibar and he was refusing to cooperate with zanzibar by providing info on where he has been and who he's been in contact with so they can track and prevent a spread all in all i just thought it was interesting to see how the narrative is working out that is europeans bringing the disease to africa history repeating itself because i already could picture the narrative had it been africans bringing the coronavirus oh nigga they didn't even want black and brown people just being in some of these european countries you know a lot of the uh a lot of the return of this like nationalism is directly about the fact that brown people um have moved into some of these places you know uh the anti-muslim uh sentiment in uh france being a great example yeah and also the, the 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 funny thing about france is that uh they kicked out a lot of brown nurses like you know and and, and arab nurses like got rid you know it's like no you can't work and ran a lot of them out now they have this uh you know this 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 epidemic and they want them to come back and a lot of them like the fuck i'm coming back for i saw a retweet from randolph that touched on another important reason why joe biden has a high rating among black people i was listening to typing during return of your return of uncle joe talk so i didn't think that i should hit the topic again Ryder karen keep up the awesomeness uh forgive us in new york and whenever you guys visit let me take you to nigerian or ghanaian food got to like the spicy though uh love you all best in the world Raphael. thanks man thank you yeah man i hope we didn't go too far man i'm not trying to make people from new york feel bad it's mm-hmm. just more like like if it don't apply hopefully y'all can let it fly because if you know i don't find that the majority of new yorkers do that you know uh, most don't so you know I, and i know people it, uh, it's different from it's different for me in general but i know people get attached to where they're from in a way that uh can be illogical to me yeah like i always have to represent you know like i don't feel like like if somebody were to say look north carolina is is shitty and y'all have terrible policies and all that like a perfect example during the uh bathroom ban shit that pat mccrory tried to pull Mm -hmm. it sucked because it wasn't something that happened because we voted on it we did not vote it wasn't something the majority of the people voting even agree with Mm -hmm. and he did lose his re-election bid but when people would say north carolina is a bigoted state for about you know eight months to a year i wasn't about to be like i'm from north carolina and let me tell you i'm not a bigot i was like no nah, that's that's that, accurate that sounds about right yes them is facts okay like that's some shit we did and and that you know like even if i'm not a part of it even if i'm fighting against it it i would be gaslighting you to tell you that's not a thing you right. know <clears throat> crystal Wright saying 
hello rod and karen the story of the pregnant woman in the facebook group keeps resounding in my head and your commentary was 100 i'm in a few different facebook groups and some of the topics and responses made me think of that case one mom uh let's see ted her son ingested oh said her son ingested something at kindergarten and his face looked like will smith and hitch he uh his eyes and lips were swollen shut he had hives all over his neck and she was talking about making an allergist appointment in two months we begged her to take him to er but the one person who said oh just monitor she was like yeah that's what i was thinking what like we already have an answer we want and we'll seek people who validate what we want them to say another was a pregnant immunocompromised woman going on a cruise mad that her friends and family told her she should stay at home yes this was a cruise group so of course everyone is saying oh do you stay at home for the flu or cold those people are toxic i would cut them off i was shocked and appalled at the replies encouraging her to go especially given how much we don't know about this virus <sighs> yeah group think man i'm beginning to think the message of it's just like the flu nothing to be worried about oh this is just media hysteria is from our, our administration because they don't know how to deal with this correct 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 roger brought this up and I, i'm as the days pass it's more and more true when you have an administration telling you it's okay it's all right act like normal a lot of people are going to do that because they don't want to adapt and they don't want to change and they they are they don't want to take it seriously and it trickle is a trickle down thing yeah i i was telling justin this on the pregame oh wait you was there too mm-hmm. yeah on the pregame we was talking and i was like uh yeah the president is responsible for a lot of the fact that people aren't responding in the way like seeing what these other countries are doing and people and you know and you you know i know people don't want to admit that because they're like i hate the president i don't believe a word out of his mouth right everyone right everyone kind of feels that way that we fuck with but let's think about it when he declared emergency is exactly when these fucking stores start having lines out the door people buying pallets of tissue paper all the sanitizer in the fucking country sold out because he was the one to finally address it people take their cue from that office which is why it is important to put someone in that office that is at least competent that's why it's important it doesn't matter how you fucking feel in your facebook feed or twitter feed or how snarky none of that shit when we need an adult in the room that's the position people look to you know it shouldn't be that way but it is that way so we can either we can either address the shit like it is that way or we can talk about what what the theory of what it could be the theory that the truth of the matter is people take a cue from that motherfucker so until he was willing to say okay it's kind of serious a lot of people companies just sending people to work you know how many y'all you know companies sending people to work how many i went to a basketball game Mm -hmm. you know like this is like it's real it takes him saying something made people be like "Uh uh-oh and and unfortunately for him i mean for us him saying something came after corporations had to say something right so it has to take like a uh uh the nba saying uh we're shutting down for the president to be like oh yeah so i guess this isn't going away you know and if you look at how he got through all his other bullshit and and with through crises and shit it's always about numbers and stuff he lied and said the death toll in puerto rico wasn't what it was you know this is what he does and this is his game plan i'm gonna say what i have to do to keep a strong economy because he knows as an incumbent as an incumbent 
president the economy is gonna is his main focus and having that number turn out for him he, he's incumbents have more people turn out to vote for them typically you know so the only thing that could scare the people that fuck with him is the economy so he thought he would just lie about the numbers no get tested don't get test kits that way we could be like man we don't know what the number is guys so hey it's probably very low it's just like the flu and then because the panic happened and other countries started getting these thousands thousands that's when he had to let it go and when he let it go all of a sudden you see people reacting and now motherfuckers is out here on some you know mad max shit with the sanitizer okay mm-hmm. not every job figuring if they can can y'all niggas work from home yeah so and and it's not just that they don't know how to deal with this they fired the people who knew how to deal with this. right all that experience they disbanded they disbanded the committees that knew how to deal with this this is what they do you know um full dissidents uh the book by howard bryant really goes into how this administration is so anti-regulation yes that that they have been putting us on the front line of a catastrophe waiting to happen and Mm -hmm. what people take for granted and only because it came in the form of blackness is they figured if a nigger like obama could run this country for eight years being obviously of inferior stock because he's black he's half black then anyone can do that job so let's put the least qualified most uneducated most lascivious uh most malicious um person in charge as long as he's a white man he'll be able to do it because it's an easy job if that nigger could do it anyone can do it and what you're seeing is that obama was an excellent president i said this shit the day i want to say it was the episode after donald trump won the election and it may have been a little bit after that but it was really soon i said by electing trump you have now cemented obama as the flawless president if you think the liberal the progressive people that hate obama were having a hard time before trump with getting us to be like well i you know obama wasn't perfect there's some things he needed to do now it's impossible right and people gonna look at you like if you don't get the fuck out my face people would kill to go back to obama right i would vote for his ass again in a second like this is like it's like yeah it's it's literally impossible to to uh oh trump tested negative for coronavirus ben carson coughs and touches his face god damn it son of a this nigga and and you know what it yeah yeah i'm i I can't even say if i believe it or not because he lies about fucking everything he might have tested positive and they would just say say no just so you won't because you can't believe panic yeah but what did i tell didn't i we talked about this we talked about this in just on in regular life right not Mm -hmm, on the show mm -mm. yeah karen was saying like yeah you know they need to test him and i said karen he lies so much you're not gonna believe the results of the test and she was like um i really it was either karen or bossy sometimes i get it confused i talked to both of y'all a lot but i was like yeah that because he lies about so much it doesn't matter people he need to get a test i said are you gonna believe him right because he had his doctor come out and say he don't need to take a test right uh he says he 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 don't got it so he ain't getting tested then he goes i'm getting tested then uh the results come out is negative I, and the 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 hypothetical i propose is karen what if it comes out and it's positive 
you'll you'll believe it because you don't like him right you he definitely got it i knew he had it but then what's he gonna do get online and be like i don't got it right because he lies that's what he do and the people that fuck with him that love white supremacy that much would be like fake news he y'all y'all he y'all go lying on trump again y'all just trying to get him out of office like yeah it's fucked up uh but yeah uh crystal goes on so they want to they want us to not ask questions and brush it off like it's fake news i understand we shouldn't panic but the level of indifference is astounding to me just some thoughts of the day yeah and people are going to panic specifically because of the mishandling of the situation right you know and because we've been in a constant state of panic this is a fucking perfect storm right what is happening right now a catastrophe on the watch of an arsonist like this is the perfect storm for panic like even i i don't want to you know i i've been doing like a little bit more staying offline i've been watching tv binging things shows reading because i know being online aids the panic feeling because people keep sharing every negative story every uh person with a check mark that that has a hypothesis that you know 300 million people will be infected and shit everyone keeps sharing it but we're literally living through um something that's almost uh unprecedented um and in a time where technology has connected us in a way where we can do something about it in a way that we never had before but we can also see what isn't being done in a way we haven't before so i think we're we're just in a very high stakes situation and everyone's at their limits correct and in my personal opinion it's been like this ever since he got elected it has been a fucking catastrophe and and a shit show and a shit storm ever since he's been elected it's always been something swirling around him every time you turn around something happened he's had the most of people associated with him that have been in the white house office and they're around him that are crooks and criminals and thieves and a lot of them have been to jail pled guilty on probation or whatever it is and so this is just another thing on top of that to me yeah and he lies so much that does it even really matter right because i don't believe it yeah it's not like any of us sitting around like you know what this is the time where i think he's telling the truth like we're all like this nigga be lying so who fucking knows that's the point of him lying he's like a nigga that cheats all the time he just (laughs) like if a nigga is cheating on you they lie about everything i'm going to the store i was at work i was um you know i went to get the paper um you know over time yeah they gaslight you the heat is on i see you know the it's a the the ac is on cold oh you just tripping you it's not cold in here like they just consistently want you to doubt yourself so that they can tell you any fucking thing you either get exhausted and you give up and just go do whatever you're gonna do it don't matter or you become fucking part of the lie and go oh yeah my baby wouldn't lie to me fuck y'all so um let's see burning question monique says hi karen and rod i just have a simple question why the fuck isn't trump himself quarantined he's been in the presence of more than 10 people that have either tested positive or have been in contact with the brazilian delegation that tested positive this is beyond words peace and love to y'all during this time kim doc um i think i feel like that's a rhetorical question like he and not quarantined because he don't want to be quarantined right uh let's see john right said rod your political analysis has been so great over the past couple weeks hell you and jl covan called it when you joked that biden was the only candidate that could out white man trump last year yep one thing i wanted to add from the world of mostly white damn progressives 
there's been a ton of organizing on the left since 2016 election and groups like indivisible and swing left have been putting lots of time and energy into voter registration and getting out the vote letters and postcards to voters in red and purple states we saw the results with the record turnout in 2018 blue wave election and it looks like that momentum is continuing fingers crossed but a lot of white progressives especially bernie supporters looked at that and thought it was an enthusiasm for bernie or medicare for all slash green new deal etc i think bernie's campaign made the same mistake i'm misreading the political tea leaves yeah i read an article about this last week um i just didn't read it on the show i can't remember if i saved it for the show so we may talk about it next week i don't know okay but it makes perfect sense you know and because i'm not in that bernie hive i may not have been uh clued in enough to really be like oh you guys totally don't know what you're talking about um but they uh associate the enthusiastic turnout of 2018 with this like yeah bernie did that look how turnout is up and they don't they just failed to recognize the numbers and that it was it's not that it's people don't like trump correct and it's not even biden for the record so biden's going to take some credit for this he doesn't deserve by the way he's going to be out here like look at the turnout numbers people that support biden look at the turnout numbers and mostly people that hate bernie look at the turnout numbers bernie drop out we don't want you to get out of the debates you're wasting time right that's what they're gonna say mm-hmm. um I, I i made a joke about that on twitter but i i don't believe that i think he should stay in if he feels like staying in and push think, biden to the left yeah this is the time to do what you did with hillary push him to the do left what you did with hillary. maybe he'll adopt some of your platforms um i think the smartest thing biden could do is to be like you know what bernie you convinced me of these ideas and um i'm gonna push some of my stuff to the left probably not all the way duh he's not he's not gonna run on bernie's complete campaign but uh if you guys have looked at uh biden's policies on his on his website i mean he's more left than y'all give him credit for you know um 15 minimum wage is his shit on his uh website now like he does want a form of universal health care but he wants to allow people to keep their insurance as well you know like it's not the thing that people are saying where it's like he's a republican and and in hiding and stuff but um you know the the thing is the bernie people hate everyone who's not bernie but i just think uh for the sake of the country biden should be listening to ideas that will push him to the left and i do believe he's capable of doing that mm-hmm. um i mean shit in 2008 he was attached to the obama uh ticket because he was more to the right of obama now look at him you know he's come a long way in just you know 12 years or whatever so i hope and i hope his vp pick is someone progressive like that um agreed you know i can't decide if i would rather him have elizabeth warren or go with a black woman there you know to be honest um and of the black women i know people i can't remember val's last name but they're floating her obviously kamala harris they're floating and stacy abrams they're floating i like stacy the most of those people but at the same time if i'm being fair i'm not 100 percent uh sure of stacy's like platforms i know she wanted to do stuff about student debt and stuff like that but you know i'd be lying to say i knew stacy abrams foreign policy or um certain you know certain certain things i don't know about stacy you know i just know she's she's getting people out to vote um, mm-hmm. so yeah uh, we'll see what happens with this if uh he continues to win you know and 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 there is st- still a chance bernie could win it's just not a high chance 
but i mean you never fucking know biden gets up there and that's, says that's why you play the game get up there and say the n-word tonight hey maybe you know we talking about something different on monday you know Come on. on sunday night he's just out there like you know back in my day i used to tell niggers uh and then we'd be like oh shit bernie just won right so it could happen <laughs> uh anyway uh on the topic of trump obama and coronavirus here's an article that explains obama actually created a multi-agent agency organization to study and fight exactly these sorts of animal to human viruses after the SARS and Ebola outbreak so of course Trump cut his funding and dismantled it a move that will make the death uh, toll and economic damage of coronavirus that much worse because of his racist pettiness ugh yet you know what else I was thinking about this y'all remember in 2007 when Obama was running in 2008 and he wanted to do the uh, Obamacare and republicans were against it and one of the lies they told was it'll have death panels it will sentence the elderly and infirm to death they will be a panel of people who look at you and go we will decide if you get health care or not do y'all realize with the coronavirus and it's penchant for uh hitting people with pre-existing conditions and hitting people that are elderly older um they they literally have exhausted the capacity of certain countries medical systems to where upon entry in the emergency room doctors in italy are having to make a decision on whether you live or die right away and that could potentially be a result in america so these people whose entire fear-based tactic was you won't get the health care if you're older and infirm they are going to let that happen to america and the weirdest part to me is that that like they had a bill that the house put through already and then it got denied that said well we'll allow people companies we will compensate companies for sick leave that they need to give employees who are sick we will compensate the employees with the pay um and there were a couple other measures in there to help mitigate this and republicans voted it down so with what you just said about them disbanding you know the pandemic uh council they had and this you know uh voting down this bill they literally are sentencing people to death mm-hmm. people with pre-existing conditions and and of course uh older people and keep in mind pre-existing conditions high blood pressure hello our community diabetes our community c-sections like cancer like this shit is so real and people keep talking about it's no big deal it's like the flu i'm like who told you that donald trump right so you going around saying the same shit donald trump said right you going to the club tonight because fuck it right that's why it's important to have a fucking president you can trust because if that was obama giving that address being like guys this shit is for real stay your ass at home everybody would be at home right the fuck now but because it's trump it's like he always be lying i'm going out and dancing well i don't think i can get sick and die do you have high blood pressure because you might could but let's say you don't will you want to pass that on to somebody that will get sick and die can you go visit your mama now can you go visit your family you know are you gonna be our grandmama anytime soon shit is fucking real man <sighs> p.s the new hillary documentary on hulu is great and really brings home a lot of the stuff you say about her misogyny 
uh cheers uh jason uh i mean john and then he also write in letters say hey rod whoops just heard the pregame episode and realized you already discussed the obama pandemic teams dismantling in an earlier episode feel free to skip that third paragraph cheers and be safe you know what i'm glad that we read it i'm glad we said it on this because mm-hmm. pregame's on the paywall so everybody doesn't get to hear those conversations right <laughs> so all right man that was all the feedback thank you guys for listening all right we'll thank be you. back uh tomorrow i mean we ain't got shit else to do we're gonna be stuck in the house ain't no sports mm, ain't nobody sports you know i'm just gonna be binging tv shows and you know we'll probably my video game do some podcasting uh I, I did ask people on my uh facebook wall like you know uh, do people want more or less of a podcast because yeah, now you're not a lot of people ain't at work they're at home they might be chilling playing video games and shit and they was like uh for the vast majority now they, these are people that follow me on social media so there's a you know they're biased but right. there was the vast majority is like nigga more we, we won't please because i was gonna have just, nothing else to do i was like maybe we should take the week off if, if motherfuckers gonna be at home with, without shit to do like you know like they probably just sitting at home being like uh watching tv playing video games and everybody was like no 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 no. i'm gonna need these podcasts i don't want to kill my children okay <laughs> so we'll, we'll be back guys we'll, we'll be we'll back do some more podcasting tomorrow man thank you guys for listening and we appreciate y'all and until next time wash your hands don't touch your face i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>